It's a snowy, snowy, snowy day here in New York. Welcome to Out of Focus. I'm Nick. This is Shamim. Welcome to another episode of Out of Fucks to Gabe. Oh, we're having another one of those? Nah, I mean, I'm in a good mood. I'm actually in a really good mood. Yeah. Share with the class. Well, first of all, it snowed like a shit ton on my day off, which meant I could stay home and watch the snow pile up outside. I didn't have to deal with it. Second, I got a Fuck you. bunch of good shots of like snowy things and snowed things and shit like that. Um, I even had to interact with a puppy that was like first time like getting to know snow and it was like jumping all over the place and sticking its nose everywhere like I do when I'm having sex. Um, and uh, it was cute. <sighs> it ran towards me and I got a nice shot of like it like nose like all snowy and the owner was cute and I got to talk a little bit with the owner and just move on, you know, kind of cute. And and just move on. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even like offer to give the photo to her or anything. It was just like one of those interactions, <laughs> you know. Like, it was like, it was pure like, I don't know. It was all about the puppy, and I'm okay with that. Like, I just like I, I was in a hurry to go to work, so I took a shot. I saw the owner. I was like, your puppy's so fucking cute. Bye. Left. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I'm glad you had a better time than me. I was uh, at work I... when the snowstorm hit, uh, which people are saying one of the one of the biggest snowfalls in New York yeah. in years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I saw uh, like a, a post I think by the New York Post. <laughs> a post by the New York Post. You get it? <laughs> uh, um, that is Fuck. Fuck my ass. showing pictures in black and white. Of the last time that it fell like this much snow in New York City, like New York gets a shit ton of snow like this, but New York City usually yeah. doesn't get this much. Um, yeah, it it was substantial, and I mean, even out in Long Island land, it was uh, it was quite a bit. Um, we had some cancellations of my appointments, so I uh, got to drive home in rush hour uh, of that thing. It took me. Two hours to get home. Um, it was quite a rough ride. I will admit that. Especially on a Prius that hopefully has all the bolts in those tires now. Um, yep. Okay. Good. Yep. I, and of course, that morning, you know, I knew, I we all knew the snowstorm was coming, but you never know how much because they'll say like, oh, it's going to be the biggest snowstorm of all time. And you're yeah. like, I got nothing. I got two, two inches of snow. Uh, yeah. But when I got in the car, there was a little light in the morning that said, tire pressure low. And I was like, you know what? That's a really bad combination with snow. Yeah. Was, so I uh, I did have to stop before work and, and fill up. Uh, the air was low and some stuff. And I'm glad I did because then when I had to drive home, holy lanta. Yeah. Uh, there, I drove past an eight car accident uh, on my way home. Which was which was pretty nasty, and then I had to drive back early in the morning, which was fun to dig the car out of the snow. I haven't had to do that in a while. So but the snow I, was on a Wednesday, right? Yes. 
And so this is like talking about a little bit of about commute. Like I had to walk to work and I work Thursday morning ish, like 1130 AM. And it usually takes me about 15 minutes to walk to work. This time it took me 40 minutes to walk, to walk. Now, why? Cause it was early enough that like no one had cleared their sidewalks yet. Like nothing happened. So. Every single one of my steps was like, I don't want to die. Let me just get to work alive. And well, I also walk with my camera. So I stopped and took a couple of pictures. So like, it was obviously my fault too. Oh yeah, you you were dicking off. But it was a rough commute, like even by walking. And I want to talk a little bit about the people like back home, like people in summer, right? And they're like, oh my God, winter, how beautiful. Oh my God, like snow. It's beautiful for about an hour and then it gets like messy especially when it starts melting especially in the in like the city places right yeah when you have to walk on a sidewalk that is not clear and there's like suddenly like the snow packed into like thick ice and you get like all slippery another thing no one talks about the dogs peeing everywhere when it's like the snow is still there and you have to deal with that also the streets where like the cars pass by and leave all muddy ends on like the the areas and you have to like jump them and there's like water that's like all brown or black even um no one talks about that no one takes pictures of that and they're like oh my god so cute so it gets it gets annoying so you are going to be the the we're going to call him the the real it the real snow photographer and you're just like gonna get like real like fucking macros of these fucking shitball disgusting ass things like like a a dog turd like surrounded by dog pee and a cigarette like stuck into the snow and just like you get a shot of that um no it gets nasty really fast and um also i was thinking about these like if if you i've seen a couple of people not wearing a mask during this time right if you don't wear a mask during this time you're straight out an asshole because it's way better to have a mask on like it's already keeping your face warm why the fuck would you not do it you're making a statement of how much of an asshole you are by doing that that's one of the benefits i think is uh, of like having that now is like oh that does really help quite a bit when i'm when i was walking through it i was like that's yeah that's a yeah yeah, I'll, I'll, it, I'll take that part. It should be a forever winter paraphernalia, like a face mask that you can just like walk around and be protected of stupidity and also the winter. Like I'm, I'm gonna keep on using it even even after we're done with this whole thing. Comes winter, I'm gonna use face mask. Oh yeah, oh yeah, no, I, absolutely. Um, I I do have I. I have one complaint mm-hmm. about the the snow plows in particular mm, when yeah. you live in places where we live, which is so when I got home on Thursday night, which means there's been a lot of snow plowing, there's a lot of snow. There's only street parking. Yes. But that means as the snow plows have gone by, there is a literal wall, like Trump's wall of snow. On either side of both streets. Also, and as so, effective as Trump's wall, just saying. Exactly. 
I mean, it was keeping me out of parking. So I was trying for a, it took me a long time. I think I drove around the neighborhood for 20 minutes trying to find a place where like, and there was one where like there was at least a wider gap between the cars. Cause it's like, I'm not going to be able to like shuffle back and forth through like this mountain of snow but there was a big enough gap where I thought, you know what? I'm going to turn on the little power mode on the Prius, and I'm going to plow through this motherfucker. Didn't even make it halfway. Got stuck. I had to get out of the car, and, like, I don't have a shovel in my car, and I was just kicking snow out from underneath my tires to get back in um, and go to another spot. But then when I found one that had a little bit smaller wall, it was a baby wall. Baby wall. Mm-hmm. So in that one, I just... Uh, I put my car in park in the middle of the street. I got out and I kicked the wall down over the entire spot. So it was at least like this lower level, just regular snow, not all packed in. And I parked in there. It was nice. like, all right, fine. Fucking take you know, that here, fucking bullshit. Here's kind of funny. Like the city is known for like awful parking. Like Hoboken, it's known for like being this bad. Like where you always will have yeah. like struggles with getting a parking. But I guess because people, first of all, people are rich. And um, they were prepared for this. So a lot of people park their car into covered garages. Like they paid for like a one night kind of like deal and just like parked it in a place and were like it was on the street. So what happened was the city actually cleared a lot of the streets pretty fast, the street parking. So cars could go back into their regular like street spots with it being cleared out, uh, which was kind of nice. Um, I'm sure whoever has a car, I don't have one, uh, was struggling, but my coworker was saying like, oh, it was like the easiest time to find a parking spot this time because it was like the whole avenue was clear and I could like park anywhere because no one was parked there. Um, and with that, I'm going to segue into what's the awful part of living in a really rich city, which is, okay, this is a big struggle right now. The place that I'm living right now does not well, have. I, I am going. I'm going to interject really quick. Okay. Because we, uh, we, we now need to modify the jingle of the 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 podcast the ICS that we both listen to. That it needs to be East Coast parking and weather. No one knows it better than out of focus. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Um, now let's talk about laundry. I don't have a laundry machine oh, in my place. Oh, don't. Oh. Fuck. Oh, God. My new place does not have it. And I live in a rich enough city that the whole city does not have a self-service laundromat. All of the laundry places are pick up, drop up, like dry clean and shit like that because everyone's fucking rich. I've thought about those multiple times. How much is that shit? It's a lot. It's like a dollar twenty per pound, which like my towel and How two sheets is a pound. Laundry way. It, it's a lot. Oh. It's a lot. Like okay. it, like I, okay. I full load. I actually weighed it, and a full load is about like ten pounds. Uh, so yeah, no, I'm not gonna do that. So I need to figure out. Well, I got offered by by one of our friends. To just like pay with uh, cooking and just get my laundry to his place and just do it there, um, which is a nice offer, but now, it's also on the other side of the I'm, city. True. I I do have a question about that. 
because I'm always curious when it comes because I know I'm assuming that that friend is the one that I'm thinking of mm-hmm. that lives in also a shared place. Yeah. So do you cook just for him or for everybody? Well, I actually had a conversation with a drunk version of his roommate, which happens to be a fun version. Um, so I, I cooked empanadas the other day at his place. And so he, he walked into the house. I'm like, dude, if you want empanadas, there's actually two versions. I made like a, a chicken one and then I made like a, a, a sweet version because we had like some disc left and I just chopped some fruits and mixed it with dulce de leche and made it into a filling. Um, and, and he's like, dude, I'm so happy you did not cook while you were staying here or you did not stay for too long because I'll be rolling. (laughs) So I I, I cook enough for him to have, but like, I don't think I have, like he has ever like had it. I don't know. Um, But you, it's sort of like a bargain that you're making available. Yeah. I mean, I, I would. I'm. I was always curious about that, like how people navigate those kind of things, because it's like, yes, the one person's letting you, but it's also like the whole house, you know. Well, but also, like, who the fuck cares about someone using lo- your laundry machine? You know, it doesn't like it's not that big of a deal. I think only if it gets in the way of when you want to do yours, right? Well, yeah, which will, I I will like make sure that that doesn't happen. You know, like if I if I'm going to like someone's place and using their things, I'm gonna make sure that I'm using it in a time that like no one else is. Um, right. So three a.m. Yeah, and then just make like leave the machine running like. <laughs> 3 a.m. Yeah, that's really, really yeah. fun. It's called being considerate. Mm-hmm. Not of their sleep, but around. like, at least of their machine usage. No one cares. Sleeping. Who does that? Mm. <sighs> yes. I just feel like that's, that's this week, that sound that I just made. Mm. Um, uh, a little bit of a... a a left um, off into left field it's because it is the end of finals week oh yeah and you're a professor yes and so that means for the first time because I've taught classes here and there mm-hmm. but they're usually like in the intercessions in between but this is the first time that I've had like semester long classes and I made the mistake of taking on more than one um, and so now <laughs> I'm trying to grade these things mm. and I made a really bad mistake with one of the finals that I gave that people have to submit to me. I to, the length wasn't set, but you had to do a certain amount of things mm-hmm. within the video that you made. So they're averaging about 20, 25 minutes mm. per student. And you have how many students? nine that's that's a solid movie commitment yeah i'm i'm not i'm not happy with the choices that i made Mm -hmm. uh because jesus you know people talk about it where they're like oh i have to read all of them and it's like now i get that Mm. like holy shit that takes forever that is a struggle man so it, that that class, one of those classes that I'm teaching might be offered next semester. I think modifications will be put into place. Oh, absolutely. That's why that's why you realize like when like 
teachers put like the the things like oh my god how do they want me to say all of these things in a 10 minutes video I'm like mm, now you know why because <laughs> i don't want to watch it or i mean i do but obviously i don't want to watch 10 30 minute videos it's a nightmare yeah i mean i can um, only imagine but I'm excited. I am excited to f to finish it off. It, it's really cool. It keep. I mean, it just keeps giving me new and better things. Like in the next couple months, I'm doing some more like conference presentations, which is cool. To like, I didn't apply for any of these. I was invited. That's amazing. That feels like which is so, so cool. legit. Like you just like uh. And, and ones where it's like I don't even. There's one. One of them I know how they found me because it's like someone that, uh, it's like a colleague, knew you know was setting something up. But there was another one. I'm going to do one for like the southern East Coast. Like there's a conference happening down there, um, in those states, and a professor from another school went to a different one that I was at and then now they're putting on a conference and they're like let's have him come and talk about this stuff and I'm like cool it was like a stranger that I don't even know impressed that's awesome getting more cool stuff I like cool stuff do you like stuff I do love stuff and that's gonna bring me to another thing that I happened today which is put me in what a do you really want for Christmas good mood I want a PS5 um, <laughs> get fucked or an Oculus whatever comes first whatever so um, no that's that's easier to get it is it is um so I, I wanted to talk about um, international shipping. Okay. I'm really happy. I got really lucky. November 11th, my family sent me a package from Argentina. Okay. Right? There was a trucking number. I saw that November 14th, I think, it left Argentina. No more information. Right? So I'm like, okay. You got on the boat. Gave it. No, and it was it was air. So I knew it was going to be fast. Right? It shouldn't take that long. Um, I search on the U.S. Postal Service with that code. Nothing. No information. So I was told. What package? I was told by the Argentinian system, like, oh, no, like the U.S. should generate a new code and and you should get it. Um, no information, right? So come, it's been over a month. Yeah, comes November 20th. I go to the post office and I ask and they're like, oh, like, no, no, we cannot track this, this number. They didn't even put it on the computer, right? They say we cannot track this number. Oh, all right. Um, I, I, I now, and it's like, oh, you have to call the 1-800 number. So I call the 1-800 number, and what's the situation right now? No humans working. There's no option on the like tree of options for a receiving international package without a tracking number from the U.S., right? Because pretty obvious, you should have a tracking number. Whatever. Yes. Fuck them. Um... 
the 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 human at that spot was an awful human being like did not even care about me uh and i was like what a postal worker no i i up to up to right now i had amazing interaction with postal the postal office i actually think that they're one of the most caring people in new jersey at least they care a lot about like customer service right um so but this wasn't the central this was like a branch even though this, the whole city that I live at, it's a one mile long city. They have two postal offices and like whatever. So I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm going to give it a couple more days. And the address that I put is not my, my home place, not my old home place or anything, which I was like lucky enough to do that because so, like I had a shit ton of issue with the last place that I live at. And I did not want to deal with like me having to go pick it up from there or anything like that. So I was lucky enough that I put my working address as like the place to drop it. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's a good idea. Because I kind of already had a vibe that like I wasn't going to be at my place by the time I got this package. Um, so I thought ahead and I did that. Big brain time. Yeah, bruh. And then, okay. So yesterday, literally yesterday, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to write the tracking number from the Argentinian thing into Google and see, just write like track package, this code, click. Then I went to this thing, which people should know about this. There's this app called Parcel app, and it's a universal tracking app. Um, like Parcel, P-A-R-C-E-L? Yes. It's a universal okay. tracking. Just translating for American accents. Yeah, and, and it's not parcel like the language that Harry Potter spoke to the like snakes. No, it's actually... That's parcel. I know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wait, whatever. Um, so this universal tracking thing used like the internet, like the world should, and just tracks on any tracking websites everywhere that's pretty cool and fine so it just like has the database of all of them it has like and it combines it because it was showing me argentinian trucking up to here u.s trucking up to here tried to deliver it november 16th did not get a delivery back to central uh holding no uh, december 16th two days ago back to sender like marked as being sent back to sender so it's going back to argentina right i like fuck and this is two days ago because today is november 18th december 18th and i shit i'm i'm still gonna go to the central i'm gonna go with this number i'm gonna force them into putting into their system and just fucking track this shit like i'm done with this and maybe maybe still in like florida or something like that and is not like being sent out of the country yet and i can stop it before it leaves stop it or send it back or something like that so today like i woke up i was like oh shit i don't want like the weather is awful outside like i don't want to go all the way there but like i need to try this thing so I walk, it's like about like a 10 blocks walk to the central. I did it. I get there and I look, it's the same lady from the other location. She's at the central. I'm like, fuck it. I'll try it. Whatever. 
I look at her like, listen, I have this Argentinian trucking package. Like, I have the number. I just want to see if, like, you guys still have it here or what's the point. She's like, oh, yeah, write it down. Like, she was, like, so nice. Like, I guess, like, the other time she was, like, just having a bad day or something like that. She was so nice. I gave the trucking number. And she's like, oh, can I have, like, your um, your address that it was, like, shipped to? Like, I write it down on paper, send it through, like, that, like, bulletproof glass that they have. Um and then she goes like clickety clackety. It's like one second. Goes to the back, comes with this like rolling thing, takes the package out, and she's like, "You're so lucky. This was already in the truck being sent out. If you came 15 minutes later, it would have been gone." Holy shit! And I was just like smiling ear to ear. I didn't give a fuck. Like it's like whatever. Like whenever she like broke broke that like trolley, I was like, I don't give a fuck about what you say from now on. Just give me my package, right? That's amazing though. Holy shit! Good timing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it, it was it was perfect timing. Uh, and it was it was a bunch a shit ton of things that I bought for myself from like Argentina. And I sent it to my parents' house because it was cheaper than oh, buying it they here. Put it all together. And they put it all together. And I knew that they put a couple of other things in there and like sent it to me. Right? So I get this package and I'm like so excited. I open it at home and it's like all the things that I bought. My parents sent me some like Argentinian cookies and like a specific brand of the Argentinian tea that I drink that I do not get it here because it's a local brand that doesn't even sell like outside my state. So I'm so happy right now. So happy. You got your tea. I got my tea. I got my like winter jackets from my like soccer team that I paid like about like almost a hundred dollars for. Um, Ooh, yeah, nice. I, I, I spent a lot of money, Big but it was cheaper spender. than here. It was way cheaper than here. Um, but yeah, I, I got my shit. And now I'm like, I'm actually wearing a jersey from a local team from my hometown that was sent by the owner of the team to me because he saw me like climbing with my, with their old jerseys. And he just like was like, Oh, I'm going to send you something. And he left it to my parents. And my parents sent it to me on this baggage though. <laughs> oh, dude, that's, that's really lucky. Like, wow. 15 uh, minutes. She literally said, like, if you came here 15 minutes later, it would have been gone. Crazy. Yeah, and then it probably you probably wouldn't have gotten it with like the other holiday stuff until like February if they sent it again. And she tried to blame it on me. She goes like <laughs> you shouldn't wait that long if you know it's like coming like you should come check it like earlier. And I didn't even want to get it. Like I was looking at the box there. Like I just like I didn't want to even get into anything. I was like you are so right. Next time, I'm going to check earlier. Thank you so much. This is a holiday gift for myself, for my family. I'm so happy. And they said, oh, happy holidays. And then she, like, put the box into that, like, weird system that they have where, like, one wall goes up and the other one goes down. And it's, like, steel bulletproof because they're scared of being robbed in the mail office. Um, well, but, yeah, it was it was fun. That's that's really cool. Uh, speaking of of your homeland, I was just made aware of an observation from a friend of mine from another from a neighboring land of yours, and I wanted to ask you about it. Mm. He was telling me that it is quite popular. Oh my god, I have so much cat hair on me now. My cat was just sitting in my lap. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, was telling me that uh, 
that in Argentinian TV shows, mm-hmm. there is there there are a lot of examples of people physically fighting each other, like on TV, like a sports show or a talk show. He's like, I was watching something that was just like compilations of it, like especially when it came to like talking about football matches, like sports commentators like will literally fight each other. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, it's like Jerry Springer. He's like, no, Jerry Springer is like family drama, but, and yes, every country has shows like that, but he's like, but in Argentina, especially when it comes to like politics or sports, like people just fight each other on TV. <laughs> it's like, I need to ask Shamim about this. All right. So I'm not proud of this. At all. <laughs> this is actually one of the reasons why I do not watch Argentinian TV. I haven't watched an Argentinian TV show in years. Taking out like the ones that are made it to like Netflix or Argentinian movies, which are really high quality and they actually won a couple of like awards, like Oscars and things like that. Um, I do not watch it because it's like Argentines leave for their drama. They like just bleed drama. Everything like if it, if it's a talk show, it's either gonna have like an absurd amount of drama in it, and even sometimes have another show that is about the backstage drama of that show. <laughs> like, that's how much they like their drama. <laughs> the behind the scenes i mean they do that here a little bit but maybe it's more no 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 not not to this like extent like it's like it's just ridiculous and you have these like divas and things that they're like all the time like oh my god this girl she's like so nasty she did this thing to my boyfriend she sent them dm message and like like this and that and like like they have a screenshot and they like talk and talk and talk and talk about this like issue that is not a real issue at all for the whole day um, but yes, I do even have stickers on WhatsApp of like some of the fights from these shows, like because it's like it's it's fun. There, there's like a scene of like two guys like fighting through a desk and they like almost destroy the desk by like just pushing it to an, each each I other. I think I've seen that one. And and this that one is a specific case. It was like really really rough because it was one like commenter accusing the other guy of allowing one of the only terrorist attacks that Argentina had to allow the people that perpetrated into the country because he was in charge of like doing the checkups and whatever. And he's like, you allowed this terrorist attack. And the other guy's like, you cannot say that. And then they're like, oh, I'll say it. And then like, you cannot say it. And then they just start like fist fighting. And like, they actually break the whole like place down. Like they break the, the stage, everything, the whole set, like the cameraman had to like drop the camera and just go like take care of this because it was getting out of hand. And it was one of those shows. It was like a 1 a.m. show and like, like, you know, like just like the cameraman and maybe like two producers and then the guest and the guy. So the word that made people to like separate them. <laughs> So it's like, oh it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's good. Yes, we do like our trauma. I don't, but Argentinian TV thrives on that. All right. Well, an interesting, it was, in, it's always interesting to hear like people from other countries and other cultures, like 
share what the stereotypes are of like that. And that was one thing that he was, he was talking about the TV. Uh, and, <laughs> and sadly, even other like countries in South America, because Argentinian TV, it's like really renowned as like known as like kind of like famous in South America. Um, mostly because like Fox and everyone, like the big channels, they have their main studios in Argentina. So South America feeds like eats from that kind of like streaming. They don't get like national like shows and things. They kind of get like Argentinian plus one or two programs that is locally made and added to the feed. Um, so they kind of like try to replicate it. They make their shows and their drama shows and they try to like, instead of like improving and making something better, they freaking go and like make the same kind of drama shows. And it's just like, why? Why are you trying to copy the worst part of the TV instead of the best? Like, there are good shows out there. Just try to copy those, you know? Uh, so yeah. sad. It's so fucking sad. But it's good entertainment if you don't take it like seriously. I guess, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's not really my mm. my interest in in things, but no. it it is uh, it's interesting to hear that. Um, unless it's uh, the man we spoke about in depth from our previous episode. Uh, episode title, actually. Yeah, I just decided to call the episode that because I wanted to make it easy for anyone who wants to find it to go and find it. Um, and by the way, thank you. You sent me a meme related to him uh, this week, <laughs> and I laughed out loud because I heard it in his voice. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I I love I love that character. Like he became so famous, and like I I know of people that have like him as a ringtone. Like just that the little song that he makes in the video, like they have it as their like phone call ringtone, and it's just amazing that it's, it's a guy saying just like cursing his own mother as like a ringtone. <laughs> it, it's it's magic. It's magic. Um, uh, not to get too too lost on that, but I I was going to ask you because. Uh, I think you know that, uh, like, I watch a lot of, like, stand-up comedy, and I watch a lot of, like, comedy series and things, mm -hmm. and I was wondering, because I just finished watching season four, and I was curious if you watch Big Mouth. I loved it. Like, I haven't finished the last season because I'm watching it with Zach, so I just watch a couple of episodes. I think, like, we watch until, like, episode five or so, um... I was talking with a friend at work, like he was asking like, oh, are you watching any good shows or anything? And I was like, you know what? Like if you haven't watched Big Mouth, first of all, watch it. But the last season, it just, I feel like they, they made it into this like gory shit, like even more than before, like a lot more like blood and disgusting shit and everything like that. But it's so funny. It's so funny. Like, <clears throat> there's literally an episode in where there's a poop that talks. That's true. And I watched yes. that one while I was eating. Do not do that. It's, it's. Which, by the, the oh, oh my God. I just blanked his name. 
But I I saw it because who I, made it? I follow Nick Kroll on oh, yeah, Instagram. I, I have it here. Um, of, of who the voice was for mm-hmm. that, that I did not write. And I couldn't believe that they got... Oh, it was Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti. I actually had... When we were watching it, we were watching it with Ryan. And, and Ryan like was like, oh, that's Paul Giamatti. Like, he, he like recognized the voice. It was, it was insane. And then he like confirmed it after by sending me like the post. It's crazy good it's crazy and and, yeah they have especially this i mean all the seasons have some pretty crazy cameo voices of stuff like that yeah that paul giamatti literally plays a piece of shit uh and uh they but one thing that i love is they brought um one of my favorite stand-up comedians of all time and i'm not going to give away the full thing of the character because one of the things that i think is so funny about that show especially when it comes to like these particular monsters or animals that become big big features you know in them but the names of what they are is part of what makes it so funny so i don't want to give them all away but i will just say that there is one new animal that is a mosquito in the new season who is played by one of my favorite stand-up comedians of all time maria bamford um who i was just like this is the most perfect casting of all time because uh, I love her so much, and she makes me laugh so hard. There's there's two things about like this show that like actually these these two characters, all the side characters from the main ones, the, all the monsters and creatures and things that they create, they are, I believe, a masterpiece on explaining how it feels all of these feelings because they're mostly related to like emotions and and, like feelings and and things like that. Right. Like you have an anxiety thing, you have a depression thing, you have like different things. And, and it's like the talk about it. It's so beautifully made. And the, the representation of like these animals doing certain things to the characters, it, makes me feel that this is one of the best way to explain it to anyone that doesn't have those issues in their life how it feels it's it's really well done i feel like it needs to be used as material to explain like how this thing feels because like the way the depression monster works it like it's real like i felt that several times in my life and it's just like scary how accurate it is the anxiety one the same thing like the the one for like shame it's 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 just perfect in to whoever yeah. did not watch it yet please do and if you have this kind of relationship with your kids or like with like youngsters that are like might be going through these just just learn from the show and even show it to them if if they will enjoy it. I don't know. It's a show that is kind of weird because it's like made for adults, but like t- touches like puberty. So I feel like if I ever have kids, I'm going to use this as like a material to like have these kind of conversations with my kids. It's a masterpiece. I love it. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I, I thought it was so I, I'm glad I'm glad to hear that that you you watch it as well because I I do see it like I mean I'm someone who you know even professionally I work with developing 
children, yep. right? And, yep. and like, there's there's parts of it, and obviously there's huge parts of it that are like, nope, yep, uh, don't don't want to show someone that. But I mean, there's there's I think it depends on you know where they are in their lives. But yeah, there's a lot of concepts that are like, wow, this is this is really powerful. I believe we and, talked about I, these before. Yeah, because I remember mentioning also uh, BoJack Horseman. As another way to oh, like talk yeah, about maybe these. we did. We did. All right, this is the episode, the repeat episode. It's just, it's just to remind you guys, this is amazing. Do it. Watch it. it you're not going to regret it. Like, it's just. And the new season's out. So <gasps> there's, there's a promo. So good. So good. So watch it. Uh, in, in contrast, I did want to take one other piece from the news. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and not that the vaccine is starting to go out, which I'm actually just saying that for me. So if I ever listen to this way years in the future, like, hey, the vaccine started coming out. I'm probably not going to get it forever uh, until I'm able to. Uh, I, I mean, I want to take it. Okay. I'm just talking about availability to me. Okay. Uh, that's what I meant by that, is that I probably <laughs> won't get it for a while. But I will as soon as possible. I was about um, to like cut this whole thing and just leave. Like if you were like one of those like, oh, I'm not no, taking no, no, it. No, 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 no. I don't no, know I, what it has inside. No, I uh, is as long as it continues to be shown that it's safe, I will take it as soon as possible. Um, uh, but the other the other piece of news is a game people have been waiting for for <gasps> literally years just came out cyberpunk 20 faility fail oh my god just, just hit this week um i know that my computer could not even run it at low specs so it was like i'm not gonna buy it and i don't have any of the the next gen consoles um but it was just an it was just pulled from the Sony PlayStation Store, first time offering full refunds. First time ever with a major game and like this that is taken out of the store. Like it's yeah, because it's not running so well. It's making me think of uh, <laughs> like people. It was like trending on Twitter that people were talking about No Man's Sky. It was bringing like memories of No Man's Sky, um, which I still haven't played. I actually own it. Um, I think I have it too. Even, I've never turned it on. Um, maybe one day. I think also another game that was being like mentioned was For Honor because that's kind of like what happened oh, too. Yeah. And and then the what is it? The Fallout eighty six or Fallout something something like the one that is just a number. I guess the same thing. It's just a glitchy game. That's that's what happened. Like some companies were talking about an hour long freeze in like playstation 5 while they were testing the game oh my god why would you release a game like have you not tested i know what are you ea um (laughs) like uh oh wait 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 motherfuckers um Fuck you, EA. We went too long without one of those. Uh, yeah, just a, your daily reminder to fuck you, EA. Um, but yeah, like it's it's crazy. But you know what is surprising? So I have a friend. I have a friend who uh, a few. It was, it's been quite a few months ago. He got a, a Stadia. Okay. Uh, which is cloud-based 
gaming, yes. right? You can play your shit on anything. You can play on a goddamn phone. It doesn't matter because all the processing is in the cloud. He had he got Cyberpunk okay. on the Stadia, and he said it is running like a dream. Well, yeah, because they have a supercomputer to run it wherever they're running it. Yeah, and it made me go like, shit. Like, it, it actually kind of, when he first got that, I was like, this is a great idea, but I don't know if that's ever going to be for me. But then you start to go, maybe, it might be. maybe, that, maybe it's, that might be. It's a one-time investment that makes you not have to repurchase things for your computer or things like that to just keep up with the games that are coming up. Like, makes sense. Yeah, I mean, especially that... Um, I don't know if I've said this on here, but I was I was actually thinking about um, before the end of the year and the 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 tax season is over. I was thinking about doing a computer upgrade, mm-hmm. um, but there's still of the graphics card that came out this year. You still can't get them, and the ones from last year, the or the last generation, are fifteen hundred dollars. And it's like. That's more than I paid for this entire build that I made in like 2014 or something like that. Uh, well, the original build. It's had some upgrades. Wait, but, you're um, telling me that the whole pandemic, it's making companies not be able to keep up with the demand of all these people that stayed home and want to do things? What? How? That the PlayStation 5 is still not fully out there? That the graphic cards that they said it was going to be released like two months ago still not even in stock in most of the major retailers? Wow. I wonder. Shocked face. <gasps> um, yeah, so I'm probably not going to upgrade my computer. I might upgrade my audio interface, to okay. be honest. Uh, Is that good for me? <laughs> Uh, unless you, if you want to buy my old one from me, sure. We'll talk about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, oh, wait, but you're using a USB microphone, aren't you? Won't work. Hey, um, can I, can I, can I pay it with, uh, butt sex? Um. I use a mask. Yes. But I want, uh, quantity, not quality. Man, it's just write up, like in a paper, a number of times and just like pass it through me like through this like digital desk that we have just look okay, at it okay i have to i have to slide it through uh, the yeah. video call yeah, yeah. and then like I'll, I'll, I'll grab it on the other end and just like oh yeah the number that i wrote on my side is three yes i'm okay with that why would i not write one like why did i write three? Oh, i think i've talked about this before on the show but i have to have one other little rant rant okay you ready you ready for this shit um, Always. I listen to a podcast a lot, mm-hmm. and so do you. Mm-hmm. I, okay, so pretty much everybody has been having to do remote podcasts for the most part yep. since March, right? There's a few that are still doing uh, where they have people in the person, um, but most aren't. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, this podcast was way ahead of the game because it's always been remote recorded Mm -hmm. and i would say since the beginning with pretty good quality yes Um, with the only exception of when you started and that was just equipment right like you're you didn't have equipment to make it sound good but 
my side sounded good, and then when Eric was here before, his side sounded good. And now you have some equipment and stuff, so like it's it's sounding good overall again. But it wasn't because we didn't know how to do it or make it work. And I'm getting so fucking sick of listening to a goddamn phone-level recording on a podcast. It's like, it's been almost a year. Fucking figure out how to remotely record, mix your audio tracks together, and do it. And you're like, oh, but they're not in sync. Oh, good. Clap at the beginning of the recording and then sync them together. Done. Jesus fucking... Fuck rage, fucking rage. Uh, I'm done. I'm done with podcasts that sound like hot garbage. The, I'll give you one exception. One exception. A recent episode of Conan O'Brien's podcast, Conan Needs a Friend. His guest was John Cleese from Monty Python. And he didn't even Zoom. He could only do a phone line. Okay. So they did a, because he was living somewhere remote or whatever, because he's a cabillionaire and can do whatever the fuck he wants. So he did it, and so it was like shitty telephone quality, but I tolerated that because it was John Cleese. He gets away with that. Everyone else can suck a fat one. I, I have, I have my, my own beef with this, right? If we have already music artists that have switched their whole show into a virtual show like Billie Eilish did. If you have artists that are already releasing songs about the pandemic and the coronavirus and everything, it has been long enough for you to figure this shit out. Like, fuck you. If you cannot, like, just figure, like, come on. Like, there are, literally, you can YouTube these and find people talking about how to record two people's conversation into a sync file if like if there are stupid people on youtube that made these kind of videos that means you can figure this out i cannot believe that a podcast that we both listen to like it drops the quality from one episode to another it's like suddenly like you just like you are doing it a different way and it's like shit like why is it that this episode was good this one is bad this one is good like come on get your shit together like you have like get your shit together put it in a bag and get it out of here um no no you're right you're right you're right and uh i will say that's also with like the tv the interview tv show stuff like some of them i understand like like i'm a big fan of hot ones Mm -hmm. right on youtube and of course a lot of their like even the celebrity get like they don't care for some of them if it's not something they're really going to do they don't have a complex setup yeah but i will give you there's some where it's like you should have something better than this like uh uh like they had t T t-pain on again and it's like t-pain you stream live on twitch in super high quality fucking Help us out here. Uh, but I will give another one. They did, The episode that released this week, it wasn't a Hot Ones. It's the, like, truth or dab thing. Mm-hmm. They had on these these two guys, I'm too old to even know who they are, Cody Co. and someone. Um, I had no idea who they were because I'm just an old white guy. Uh, but there, they were both remote. 
you know, going into him, they had high quality video, they had better sound than me, and it was amazing. It was like a studio quality show from all three sides of the people that were in the episode. Do you think like, that the T-Pain shit is because he cannot use the settings that like Twitch like provided to him for anything else? They might have like a kind of contract that like you cannot use this equipment or things like that. Because like I cannot believe T-Pain, like a fucking artist of sound, not having like good quality things, you know? Like it's just like, bro, you work with these, like... Yeah, and I, I don't know, and maybe it's not even him. Maybe it's like his, you know, PR, or I don't know. Or maybe even Hot Ones just said, "Who can, we'll record all of this stuff just from our side or whatever. To, maybe it was them. I don't know. I'm not going to put blame on him for it. But then when I see it, I'm like, it's so, or especially if you are a streamer, because most of the programs that you use to do that, like OBS or something like that, Right below the start streaming button, there's a start recording button where you do the same rec thing and then have a video, audio file, whatever the fuck you want at when you're done. I know. I've used it uh, many times. Um, so, anyways, that's Nick's rant. You're welcome. Welcome to the Nick's Rant podcast. Brought to you by... Get me a Bud Light Seltzer. <laughs> Uh, we're, 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 we're coming a little close to the end. I don't want to talk about this today, but I, I kind of want to talk to you about it next week. Mm -hmm. I would be curious. And if any, we were planning to, something. <gasps> yes. Because I need some more time to think about it too. I'm usually, Wait, you're I'm, thinking I'm, about it. What? Um, I'm not a new year's resolution kind of person, but mm. at least in the last, like, one to two years i'm uh i'm i do set goals mm -hmm. uh i've been trying to set like some longer term yearly goals and so i'm hoping that next week i'd be curious to talk with you about what if you have some goals for yourself for the year okay. and and what you're going to do to do them and i want to i want to think about them too so and if people want to write about advance, it Yes, they can write it in. In fact, you know what? I'm going to check live. Do we have any mail? I didn't even check today. <laughs> we did get a, a meme of like uh, on our social media. We got a message from one of our listeners about uh, different ways to uh, name your asshole. Um, there's a whole song about it in Spanish. And it's beautiful. And it made me laugh and i forgot to share it so i'm gonna be sharing it you're this a piece week. of shit you share that you yep. share that the world needs to know yeah well at least in spanish there's a whole song about different ways to um call your asshole and it's a whole song about how if you do it through that hole you don't get pregnant <laughs> gross oh well all right um well, write your shit in. You have anything <laughs> else to say, you piece of shit? <laughs> write your shit in. Don't just push it in when you're having butt sex. Ugh. What? Why can't we just end with a nice, a nice thing? Oh, that that is that is nice. Wait, you don't think butt sex is nice? Depends on which end I'm on. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
I wouldn't mind having Paul Giamatti in my rectum. <laughs> oh, fuck.